lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, bros. Prime Beck and Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key Welcome to back. the fantasy suite. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. If you missed us last week, for once I have to I have to take ownership and let you know that that was my fault. We weren't here because I didn't watch. But I've since caught up on all the episodes. See, I forget to watch. And if I sound a little more nasally and just generally congested, it's just because I've been sick and not because I'm still crying for my man Rodney. Poor little out for Rodney right now. I am joined now, as always, by the guy that's going to explain to us what happened, Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you, buddy? Hello, everybody. Hey, buddy. Hello, Dad. Yeah. You remember the late, uh, oh, I don't know if he's dead. Maybe he's around. Paul Moyer? Um, yeah, he's a local newsman. Local he, news guy. He made about two million bucks a year oh, doing yeah. the six and 11 o'clock news he here was- locally. He had sweet hair. He was a juggernaut, but I just remember when you at the six o'clock broadcast or whatever, when the you know the, the people in the five o'clock would be ending their their uh, their newscast, and it would be like Tawny or something. She'd be like, "Up next, the six o'clock news," and and Paul Moyer would just grab it. All right, Tawny, yeah, I'll take he it would. from here. He would. Uh, and he would just like grab it and just take it, take over. Yeah. He was such an alpha yeah, newscaster. He was such a star. He would also do the newscast in shorts because you couldn't see his lower half. So he'd just have shorts on with a suit, jacket, and shirt and tie because he was a bad motherfucker. And back then, guys did what they wanted. You are burying the lead a little bit because you're, you're saying when the five o'clock news, Tawny Little would throw it to the six o'clock news, Paul Moyer and what was her name? Ann. Anyway, I don't remember. That's not important. Tawny Little was married to John Schneider, Bo Duke, or Luke Duke. One of the oh, Dukes. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Did not. Yeah, Tawny Little was at one point married to John Schneider. Did not know that. One of the Duke boys. Uh, Paul Moyer. And Martin, by the way. And Martin. Paul Moyer, still alive. Seven, oh. 1941, he was That's born. An That's an upset. All those all those newscasters were chain smoker, yeah. alcoholic. So. How about, uh, what about Harold Green? Harold Green, supposedly who Ron Burgundy was modeled after. Harold Green was a ginger. He had a, a shock of bright red hair. And he also was an alpha on the newscast. That doesn't surprise me. I, but when you said that you're you're ailing a little bit, you're yep. a little sick. I was just gonna be like, okay, Brian, I'll take it from oh, here. Oh yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, uh, no, that's good. Know, just, um, but yeah, I just want to remind the listeners, you know, since it's been a couple of weeks, this podcast has been referred to as the uh, Great White Shark and a Sea. Of Bachelor podcast, yep. Because we have, you know, this podcast has teeth. We're able to go places yep. that other places, other podcasts aren't able to go. Yep. And we, you know, when we bring on Reality Steve, who's you know the king, a friend, He's a friend of ours, and has hundreds of thousands of Bachelor fans. We don't traffic in that. We we know how edgy we are, and we know we're coming from a different angle every time he. He promotes his guest appearances on our show because we get a lot of hate that this show is way too yeah, that's edgy. True. That is you true. Know, you guys, you guys tell it that like is it true. is a little, too, it's a little too uncomfortable. But want, I choose to focus on I instead of the tens of people that tell us that we're assholes and misogynists and all this stuff. I choose to focus on the twos of people that are like. Hey, when, where can I hear more of this? Great show. You guys are awesome because that happens too. Oh, absolutely. I just, but I, I just, t- I take it as a, a, I take it as a badge of what badge of honor that 
Yeah. The, you know, middle of the road Midwest housewife who just watches a show for the love and the positive stuff. Yep. Hate, hates our podcast because no. that's, that's kind of where I want to, I want to be. It's true. So I could do, a, I could do a whole episode on, um, local LA newscasters from the eighties, by the way, uh, Kelly Lang, my buddy, a buddy of mine who's a musician played a gig at Kelly Lang's house one time, Pacific Palisades. Pretty nice, pretty nice spread she had. It's my understanding. Played a gig there? Yeah, he like played music for her, a dinner party that she had. I want to say she used to do a lot of um, newscasts with John Beard. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. Before Beard, it was a big Beard. It was a big um, coup when Channel 11 stole John Beard from uh, Channel 4. Huge deal. Remember, uh, John Beard was the one that was held up at gunpoint on the air. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, a crazy yeah. person came on the set, yeah, and was like, and took the took the um took the crew hostage. I think it ended up being a fake gun, as I recall. It was a BB gun. And the guy guy read a manifesto. It, he read a manifesto, and I believe he said, "I will only speak to Fernell Chapman." And Fernell Chapman was he was a field reporter. He wasn't there at the studio. He was out doing his stories for whatever, you know, whatever traffic or brush fire was that night. Fernell Chapman was out doing his story, but the but the crazed gunman in Burbank wanted to speak to Fernell Chapman and that was it. And the, the one of the producers was like, uh, he's out on assignment, but what about Trisha Toyota? Yeah, we we could get you Phil Schumann. How about no Fernell Chapman, but we got we got Johnny Mountain in back. How how's that sound? I, I refuse to accept that Trisha's last name was Toyota. I, well, I but you believe in she, Johnny Mountain? No, no, no. I okay. think that Toyota is just like Johnny Mountain. Yeah, yeah. I know. I agree. Um, it's a stage name. To prove her Asian descent. Yeah. You know, because yes. her, her real last name was probably like Schmidt yeah. or something. Yeah, right. Trisha Schmidt. Good point. Okay. Hold on. Because I've just found, I've just found Tawny Little here. She was Miss America, by the way. In 1976, and she was, I'll prove it to you right now, through the magic of Wikipedia, she was um, briefly, ma- yeah, She after her divorce, she married Dukes of Hazard star John Schneider. This marriage also ended in divorce. So there you go. Wow. Yep. Those are just the crazy fucking 80s. Oh, she went on, hold on, she went on to marry local media legend. Don Corsini, GM of K- KCBS and KCAL, until or, uh, and they had a few kids together. So there you go. Not surprising. Yep. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yep. So Bachelor in Paradise is we're we're, we're <sighs> get we're slogging until the end. I just uh, I almost cried. I'll be honest. I almost cried with the whole Rodney thing. Oh no! Yeah, no. This is a very touching episode, yeah. the last one here. But the finale is uh, Tuesday, the twenty second. So it looks like we have another another week of four hours of of show, and then the following week is the finale. Yeah, which is one episode. Knows what that means that after knowing somebody for three weeks, you either need to be engaged well, with them, yeah. or break up with them. Jesse forever. Jesse Palmer's been laying the groundwork for that yeah. on these most recent episodes. He's like, hey, it's almost time. You got to yeah. decide, is this the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with, or are you never going to see them again? Yeah. The funny thing, I mean, the way that the, the last 10 minutes of this last episode is, is, is fucking stupid because um, the producers think that we're like in the 1970s yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we forget the fact that there's cell phones and, and yeah. social media yes. where they actually uh, staged this thing where Unbelievable. one of the, one of the characters has to fly across the country and knock on the door yeah. uh, of a contestant to get them back as oh. opposed to just having a producer give them their cell or, or getting up in their DMs. Yeah fly across the country and knock on their door also shades of the wire like i thought she was gonna i thought she was gonna <laughs> uh, i thought she was gonna pull the i thought she was gonna pull the um pull the plywood off an abandoned row house door <laughs> and go in and find a couple um bodies that chris and snoop left in there yeah 
That's a good point. Yeah. Um, Baltimore. She flew to Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Um, Dominic West's character. Uh, Jimmy McNulty. Nick McNulty. When he, what, what did he do? Did he intentionally kill homeless people or he planted no, evidence no, on homeless he, people? He, yeah. he, that was, that was, it got weak at the end, but he made, yeah, he made it look like homeless people were being serial killed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, a I stupid mean, the, turn. It was a bad turn. The, the wire never, Never jumped the shark, but that was yeah. that one was a little tough to yeah, play. Yeah, the rushed final season, I would agree. But the rest of it's fantastic. Um, all right, so, you know, four hours ago, uh, Jesse comes on camera and says, just want to let you all know that Sarah had to leave with a family emergency. Uh, full self-report here. I'm raising my hand. Who the fuck was Sarah? Yeah, so you sent me a text saying I had no idea who Sarah was. Well, yeah. Sarah's, I think, the half Chinese, half yeah. Asian woman yeah. who uh, Logan had just gotten done uh, shitting Screwing on her over. Yeah. To, to go out with this Kate woman who's a real piece of work. Yeah. And Logan, she, she one of the last things that she ever says on this show, probably the last thing she says on the franchise is, you can't literally walk all over me. She, she said that to Logan. So that was her walk off. And then shot. she bounced for a family emergency. Yeah. That, yeah. There's gotta be something there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure reality Steve knows, but yes. Um, Kate, the, Kate has that very thin upper lip, which is undefeated in proving that you are involved with a crazy person. If that, if the, if the woman has a very thin upper lip, she either has done or is about to do some crazy shit. She, um, they, she keeps saying she's 33, which isn't yeah. true. No, it's not. You can tell it, by her and, voice. And it's a tribute to not a tribute to, but it's, it's a great example of what makeup and lighting. Yeah. Uh, yep. shading, whatever you call it, like some scenes, she yep. looks fantastic. Yep. And then other other uh interview scenes, yep. she just looks beat down yeah. uh in 48. She's so, yeah, she's she's 30, she's somewhere between 39 and 42, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. At some point at some point uh in the one of the latest episodes, she's like, you know, this guy, Logan, he's got two roommates. And he can't even afford a, a a gym membership. Yeah, yeah. I'm thirty. I'm thirty three years old. I I need to be taken care of. She's one of those. That is a weird thing types. because she's contradicting herself in the sense where she's like, I can afford a trainer. Okay. Yeah. And then she's like, I need to be taken care of. Well, which is it? You can afford shit for yourself, or you need someone else to pay for that shit because you're saying both things right now. She. I don't know what she does for a living. But whatever they say she does, I just have a feeling yeah. it sex worker of some kind is in is is in her occupation because she she talks about the way that I, I think she does well for a living, but the way she talks about her job, it's just it's tiresome and she doesn't want to do it much longer. And it you just get the feeling that it's undignified whatever she does i i don't know what she does for a living but she probably does make a good living i maybe she's a stripper that goes to vegas on the weekends i don't know but uh well, she's a little she's a little, a she's a little long in the tooth for this for yeah. the stripper life buddy so maybe escort maybe uh wow. you know, older escort well, maybe she's maybe she sells the- real estate or something like it's not she could have a real job maybe yeah i just i get the feeling it's a little it's nefarious maybe she does less- maybe she does finance um, so Kate's a piece of work and she, I think she, she stars over these four hours and just how, how fascinating she is. But, um, you know, we pick up where like, there's still the Victoria, uh, Adam, Johnny love yeah. triangle. Victoria, yeah. Victoria is kind of, has returned to the beach obviously. And she's kind of fucking with Johnny a little bit. Johnny. I like Johnny short guy, MAGA Florida guy. Yep. Uh, by the way, Full red state now, Florida. Uh, that that's a that's a fact. Oh, no, no uh, longer a purple state. No, no longer. Oh, purple. also it's full red. Now. Oh, okay. Is that germane to our discussion here? Well, I mean, it, we've had an election uh, oh. since our last podcast. Oh. I just wanted to. Oh, okay. That. All right. Um. So, 
Johnny is, you know, Johnny's showing his feelings. He's in his feelings a little bit. Victoria, this is the hottest one on the beach, and he, he landed her, but now she's kind of fucking with him. And I do have to give it to Andrew, uh, the black guy who played some football overseas. Oh, yeah. He says, Adam looks like Jimmy Garoppolo. That's a pretty good lookalike. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I would say Adam is better looking than Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy Garoppolo is a fucking dime. Yeah. And this, this Adam guy, and I was thinking as I was watching, I'm glad you bring this up because we have to watch so many episodes. I forget some stuff, but I was thinking Adam, the, um, who's a mathematician from like Croatia or something, Greece, Albania. The man is some Eastern Bloc country. The man is gorgeous. Also, is he a plant? Like he's he's clearly a planted character that they brought in. He's not a real bachelor person. They just brought him in to to tempt the females because he's so gorgeous. He he sure seems like a guy whose agent was like, you know, hasn't gone well. You're not getting the parts. Maybe you start doing the reality TV circuit. Yes. Yes, um, and, and be a plant. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and by the way, if you looked like him, and you you work on your body like that, yeah. and you you're like, I'm the next Schwarzenegger, and it wasn't going like that's how cruel Hollywood is. It is. That there are people that look like that all all over the place that are fucking waiters. Um, it's true. So the the first the first ceremony um, was like a surprise to people because. Somehow in the mix, when they when they all came together, there there was more men than women. So even though, like, I swear the women have the roses in three straight rose ceremonies because there was kind of a surprise to everybody that the women got got the roses because there's eleven men, ten women. Yep. Uh, just to catch everyone up, uh, Serene gives her rose to Brandon. They're, they look like they're yes. destined so, to be. Oh, married. hold on, hold on. One point of parliamentary procedure there. There was 11, t- 10, there was 11 men, 10 women after Justin just took it upon himself to just show up. So, no, 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 we're, we're, oh. we're still, we're, oh, okay. we're still away from that. Well, right. I'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Just, just breaking the rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. So I like to jump just around. To, yeah. So Serene and Brandon, we know them, Danielle and Michael, you know, Michael's the, uh, the widow with the, with the child yeah. who's a pain in the ass. Um, Eliza Rodney. Now, those are the two that factor into a lot of the next four hours. Yes. Uh, Genevieve and Aaron, two of the most immature uh, people I've ever seen as a couple. Unbelievable. Uh, Aaron's a douchebag from San Diego. I looked it up finally. Yes. He, his dad is like uh, uh, Asian, East East Asian, India, India, yeah. Yeah. You know, around there. Yeah. And his mom's white. Yeah. Um, he's, I mean, he's such a douche. He's such a douche. He is, there is such a darkness around him that he is the way he talks to her and the way anything she says to him is like a personal slight <laughs> against him where she's like, Hey, I just want to hang out with you. And he's like, what is like, how am I supposed to take that? What? Like, you just, you're just going to say that right here in front of everybody. Like, this guy is, he is, and then he's like, that's gaslighting. Meanwhile, he's the gaslighter in the situation. Oh, yeah. I love that. Calling her the gaslighter as you're gaslighting. Yes. I, his favorite uh, phrase, and, you know, at, when you do a lot of these Bachelor in Paradises, I guess, he's been on at least twice now. He has come up with a, a description of that area that you walk down. You see the new contestants walk down these, like, these ropes or the stairs, yeah. but he calls it uh, the, the jungle walk. Yeah. The jungle walk. Like, and he says it just, just in passing, like everyone knows what it is. It's like, you know, when Genevieve grabbed her, uh, grabbed her luggage and went on the jungle walk. I mean, I, you know, I had to meet up with it. It's like jungle walk. That's a, that's a term now. Well, you know, Um, well, you know, it was real because you could see all the production people there and it is, (laughs) it does kind of like take you out of it. Honestly, like you get why they, they try so hard to make it so you can't see the production people because the dynamic is totally different. When you see like she walks away and she walks down this like back corridor outdoor thing. 
and you see like 11 people that aren't on the show that she walks by and you're like, oh, there's tons of other people around that are involved with these people that aren't the people that they're filming. And you you realize and they're just they're loitering. Yes. They're just loitering. Yes. There's there's a whole different dynamic going on when you when you realize that the crew is there also. And we you know, we don't traffic in spoilers. So we try to we try to like play into the facade, but sometimes it's impossible not to play into the facade and you're like, "Oh, this is so weird. This is nothing about this is real." Right. Yeah. So um so yeah, the whole the whole uh Aaron Genevieve thing. My god, you two of the most emotionally immature people you're going to see on this show. And that says a lot. And their, their fights, their quarrels are like, I think I figured it out. I think, you know, generation Z, they grew up, they've grown up on their phones. They've communicated largely on their phones. So when they have to deal with like real life, emotional feelings and communicate in person, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. Like, they just yeah. don't know how to communicate. And these two dipshits, um, I mean, it's interesting theater to just see how lame they are at communication. But um, so that's a story. Uh, Brittany and Tyler. Tyler is just short guy, but he's gorgeous. Uh, Kate. Yeah. Kate and Logan are, are coupled up. Now, Janae picks Jacob. Those two are fun. I was realizing that Logan looks quite a bit like Sloth from Goonies, and then I was thinking, wait, did Jason say that? Is that am I yeah. stealing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, no, no, not not me. That's Petros uh, Papadakis. Oh, okay. He does look like he was, yeah. Because on the bachelor, I thought that I thought that, and then I was like, wait, I think I've heard that before. So I don't want to like take. <laughs> I don't want to take somebody else's uh, very funny joke as my own. No, it's great. It's great. Um, so, and and that's a whole thing. So I guess we kind of take it from there. And that um, our guy, what the hell is his name? Shows up the dick who got kicked off of one of the seasons because he uh, had the nerve to say Gabby was rough around the edges. Oh, uh, he is he's, Hayden. He's, Hayden what shows a, up. He's a real piece of shit. Now he's just like Aaron. In in this, but but he doesn't um, he doesn't hide it as well as Aaron. So he's not jacked and six four and tan. Did you do you notice that Aaron almost looks like he's doing brown face now? Like he started out like he got so tan, right? While he was there, it's like he got a ridiculous level of tan. But Hayden, he Hayden and Aaron are like the same guy, huge pieces of shit. But Hayden doesn't hide it as well as Aaron or doesn't have the beautiful facade to put it behind. Well, Hayden's the guy from uh, from this past Bachelorette season. Rough around the edges. Had No, no, no. Hayden's. Well, he definitely said that Gabby's rough around the edges, but he also told us about Rambo. His dog. Yep. And, and how he spent a whole bunch of money on cancer yep. treatments. Yep. And somehow Rambo's still with us and yep. Rambo's a, a part of this season. I know. Um, you know, he pulls Kate once he gets on the beach. So yep. Logan and Kate are supposedly a thing. Yep. He pulls Kate and he's just like, Hey, what's going on with this beach? Who's, who's with who? And Kate basically gives him some generic advice. Like just follow your heart or some uh, stupid ass lazy advice. And he, he picks Kate to go on a date. Now, Kate does something that is that becomes kind of a theme of these last four hours, which uh-huh. is I'm going to be open to go on this date, and then I'm going to go to my guy, and I'm going to see if he fights me for me. I'm going to yep. I'm going to see if he if he if he prevents me from going. Which we all know that that's not going to work. That these women have this plan in mind where. I'm going to tempt this guy that, that I might be going on yeah, a date and I want him yeah. to say, don't go. But everyone knows that the, the, the risk of saying, don't go. I want you to stay here is now you're the controlling guy yeah. who's an asshole. It's tough because we, as guys don't, you know, we want to be like modern sensitive men that are like, right. Hey, go explore your life and you know it's the it's the old adage if you love something set it free if it comes back then it was meant to be right and so 
That's what these guys are doing and me because that's what they think they're supposed to do. That's what that's what they've been conditioned to think is the right answer like I'm as a man, I can't tell you what to do. That's not even in my fucking realm of thought that I can say no, you can't do that. I have to say yes, of course. And then the girls are like, "Why didn't you tell me no? I wanted you to tell me no." It's it's a it's a hard line to walk. Right. You, you want to be a good guy. Um, so it happens to two people. Uh, Logan is worse at it or better at it than Rodney. Yep. But Eliza kind of pulls the same maneuver with Rodney. Um, Justin, as you said before, Justin enters the beach. Now Justin is the the guy who is like a finalist and. One of the Bachelorette seasons, he's already been on the beach and he had a love triangle. I think he was even with Genevieve. Yep. And then and then he didn't get a rose. So he's off the show, right? Yeah. If you don't get a rose, yes. you're off the show. There are no rules. All of a sudden, Justin comes walking down, uh, as Aaron puts it, the jungle, the jungle stairs or whatever the fuck he calls it. Yeah. And uh, the jungle walk. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, he's talking to Jesse about coming back on the show show uh-huh. and the sh- ni- neither the show or jesse says well i mean you didn't get a rose so what makes you think you can come back they basically just say hey you're back come on back yeah like it was i know it was there yes. was zero resistance to him fucking you got the you didn't get a rose you didn't get a rose you can't just come back because you stayed at the hotel right what so what are the rules know, here you know we know ex- so we now we know exactly why the producers just let him on the show because I guess Justin either knows Eliza or he's been up in her DMs or he just really likes her, admires her because Justin tells Jesse that I've come back for one person and that's Eliza. How does he even is, know she's there? Who is yeah exactly? Yes. Who is who is currently coupled up with Rodney? Yes, uh, everyone loves Rodney. Eliza and Rodney are happy. Justin just comes on the show and says, "I came back for Eliza." He walks up to her. He, he quote unquote pulls her. He takes her aside and says, "I came back for you." Now, yeah. Eliza, you talk about immature. You talk about. Po- I don't know, what's the word? Pollyannish, whatever. Pollyannish. She, yeah. She she admits she admits on on camera that no she's never had two guys fight for her. Oh yeah. She has a smile on her face. Yeah. So this isn't really a serious game for her. Yeah. But she gets wrapped up in this thing where she she walks down a road and then she can't fucking escape. So yeah. She this is what Eliza does. I'm gonna give you the chronology of events. Yeah. Tell me. And then I'll tell you what she said the chronology of events were. Tell me about Eliza it. Eliza sits with uh, Justin, who's got a date card. He says, I came back for you. Will you go on a date? And Eliza, again, who's been coupled with Rodney, says, yes, I will go on a date with you. Yep. She's already agreed to go on the date. She, j- she said yes. So what she does is she goes up to the guy that she's coupled with, Rodney, and then she never tells him that she said yes to the date. She yeah. just says, I'm thinking about going on a date with Justin. What do you think? And Rodney does exactly what we just said. Mm-hmm. He was put in that situation where he's like, look, I don't want you to go, but I want you to, I want you to have an experience here. If you want to go, yep. then go. Yeah. Um, and he, he keeps like qualifying it. He'll say, I don't, I don't want you to be here. I don't want you to do it. But, but, you know, if, if that's where you're, uh, what you want to do, do it. And she starts getting angry at him. Yep. And she says, I wanted you to tell me not to go. And yep. Rodney is like, well, I don't want you to go, but you know, I don't want to be controlling yeah. or anything. Yep. And she gets, she gets all fucking like upset and confused and, Yep. This is she, but she's already said yes to this fucking date. Yep, and she just wanted to to fuck with Rodney's uh, yep. feelings and see how he'd communicate with her. Yep. So she's like, "Well, if if you're not going to tell me not to go, then I'm going to go." Um, yep. And I thought that was a bullshit maneuver yep. on her part. Yep. And Eliza um, goes back to, or is on the date with uh, Justin, 
And this is how she represents uh, the conversation with Rodney. Yeah. She's like, he literally told me to explore. Yeah. So I'm going to. Um, yeah. You know, if you're not going to fight for, for, for someone to stay, then, then I'm going to go. And then she says, I, I, literally, I literally said to him, tell me not to go. Yep. And he didn't tell me not to go. Yep. And no, she that's not how any any of yeah. this happened. No. So not only does she do it and accept the date with yeah. Justin and they make out in front yeah. of the fireworks and shit, but yeah. she misrepresents everything that Rodney did. It, w- it would be like it would be like you telling me it me asking you, Jason, should I go see the historical rap musical Hamilton? And you would be like, yeah, I mean, go ahead. It's up to you. Well, I don't want to see, I don't want to see Hamilton. I would never go see Hamilton. And just so just because you told me to go see Hamilton, I wouldn't go see Hamilton. Similarly, if she didn't want to go on a date with Justin, just because Rodney said, it's up to you whether or not you want to go on a date with Justin. That isn't reason for her to go on a ju- date with Justin. She obviously wanted to go on a date with Justin or she wouldn't have regardless of what our guy Rodney Robert Smith said. Right. Yeah. So so this is I guess the the beginning of the end of of Rodney. Like poor yeah. Rodney. Yep. So he as soon as she leaves for, for a date with Justin, he yep. starts regretting how he handled that, but he didn't fucking handle it poorly. Yep. Like she makes him feel bad for what he did, but he didn't. And by the way, uh, my girlfriend, Christina, she corrects me here. Um, what's the name? Aaron calls it the jungle path. Oh, the jungle what, path. What did you say? Jungle walk. Yeah. Jungle. Oh, do, yeah. Um, so jungle path. That's like a new bat yes. bit term. And yes. pull, pull, you know, you pull yes. people. Yes. Um, so that's what happens with Rodney. And um, Eliza, Eliza goes on a date with Justin and just loves it. And they're making out. And it's it it sets up this thing where, like, when Eliza finally does return, everybody is, like, really concerned about Rodney and how she's going to handle it. Yep. And nobody wants Rodney to 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 have his feelings hurt. Nope. And nobody wants this couple to end. Nope. So the entire show is pulling for them. And that, that factors into what she eventually does, which is so immature. It's disgusting. Yep. But meanwhile, back at the Hayden and Kate thing, um, she got, she, he takes uh, Kate on a date and then he starts telling her about Rambo. And what really gets her attention is that he tells her, Hayden, that he spent six digits, he says digits yeah. instead of figures, six digits on care for his dog yeah. Rambo. That but really gets her attention. I also heard him say 80,000. Didn't he say 80,000 previously? Or did, was that somebody else? Somebody else said 80,000. It may have been 80,000 on the Bachelorette season and yeah. it's gone up. Yeah. But he spent six digits. And yep. like, it's kind of like a humble brag. In fact, it is. It's just a brag because. If somebody yep. if somebody says to you, "Hey, dude, I just spent two hundred fifty thousand bucks in taxes last year." Yeah, uh, yeah, that means that's, that means I made a million dollars. Yeah, that's saying a million bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a fucking humble. Yeah, brand. it's a humble. Yeah, I, cu- I yeah. cut a check to the Fed for two hundred yeah. thousand. Yeah. <laughs> so you're when you say you spent six digits yeah. on your dog, you're telling her I have a shitload of money, yeah. and she. And she believes it. that's that's what she takes from that exchange. Well, yeah. And that was kind of smart because Hayden recognized probably via her very thin upper lip. that this is <laughs> if I tell this chick I spent six figs on my dog, yeah. she's she's going to get a little damp. Like she's the kind she's the kind most women would be like, that's crazy. What is wrong with you? But certain women are like not because of the dog some women will be like oh it's great that you love your dog that much but some women are like ching like they did they do the math immediately just like you just did and and kate's that type of woman oh absolutely yeah her her antenna her antennas are up for money you could tell that's a big factor in this whole thing so that's how their date's going yep meanwhile back at the beach you know I've said on this podcast for this season that uh, Michael, the one with the dead wife, who's really, uh, really hard to watch. 
Michael he's Michael A. No, he's the Michael yeah, B. Michael A. Michael A. It's, yep. my, it's Michael A. Yeah, uh, he's the narrator. Like he's the pseudo host. There's three hosts. There's um, Jesse does some hosting, and then uh, what's his name? Wells does some hosting, but Michael is like the narrator. Yeah, and what, Wells can, is the worst part of the show. Can we agree? Like it, it's yeah. it's so cringy every time he shows up on camera. Like no one wants to see this much Wells. No one wants to see any Wells. I just have a feeling that Wells pitches his ideas yep. to the producers. Like yep. he's so thirsty that like all these stupid little things that Wells is doing. Yep. I get the feeling he's convinced the producers that they should do it. Well, they got to, yeah, yeah, they got to fill time. So he's like, what if I come on the date? Look, we're going to do a date. Like why do they have to do a date with an established couple like that? Michael a and Danielle, such a waste of time. So it was a a waste of half half an episode, but they're trying to fill four hours a week with this bullshit. So Wells is like, what if we do um, a date where they're on horses and I'm on a burrow and I run ahead and then I'm I'm at every st- place they go by, offering them choco bananas and margaritas, and it's like that's so dumb. But they're like, well, we need to fill this time. It's it's worth repeating. Um, and yeah, Wells is annoying, but it's yeah. worth repeating that Michael A. The thing that pisses you off most, and it's it's warranted. He told a woman who was falling in love with him, Serena. Yeah. Yes. That yes. He, no, he's I don't think her name position. was Serena. I think it was Sierra. Sierra. Okay. Yeah. That he's not in a position right now to be with somebody because he's yeah. still fucking mourning the loss of his dead wife. But then, like but he's, but he stayed there. And then he stays. She leaves. She leaves crying. He stays. And they set her up with a 45-year-old, you know, past cast member. Yes. Just just to have fun with, like, yes. I have yet to get the feeling, as no. he's been with this Danielle, that they're in it for the no. long haul. Like, no. I think she wants that, but I, I yes. know that he's just having a good time because they need a, they need him to narrate the show. Yes. So they, they bring it back to Michael. You know, they go from uh, Hayden and Kate, and they bring it back to Michael on camera. Yep. Not as a contestant, but as a guy who says this. You know, we've had a lot of love triangles in Paradise, but this Justin Eliza Rodney one is the most complicated one we've ever seen. And the two weeks we've been there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been like two weeks. Yeah. Michael, yeah. Uh, Michael, basically saying that Rodney is the ultimate gentleman, and Justin is kind of the you know the attractive new guy. So it's yep. going to be interesting to see where this goes like yes what who fucking speaks that way that no one. that's right off of a script yes it, sh- it should be interesting to see what what do you yes. you're a fucking cast member what yeah. are you doing here I know. so um so anyways the big drama is that eliza comes back to the beach with justin they just had a great time they made out and rodney is just sweating it um and she pulls rodney yeah. and I guess before that, Justin pulls Rodney yep. and is like, hey, man, just want to make sure we're good, dude. And Rodney just tells him straight up. He's like, look, I care about Eliza. I want her. I don't want anyone else here. I'm here for her. Yeah. And then they just leave each other. Yeah. So uh, so that's how that went with Justin and Rodney. Yeah. He, go, he goes to, um, to Eliza and Rodney, like, and this speaks to just how immature these people are a bit. Rodney handles this thing the wrong way. Like he knows she's made it clear to him that he didn't handle that thing, the the temptation of the date. Uh, well, so he, he does this thing where he's like, you're my only focus here. I'm not leaving you. I'm, I will be with you forever. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. like, as opposed to acknowledging her feelings. Yeah. This. Yeah. Like, like, I know what you wanted me to do there. Yep. You know, I screwed up. Yep. But like, but, but focus on like what she is concerned about as opposed to yep. making sure that she knows that he's there. No, definitely. He, he does this up to the very end. He does. Like literally until she lets him go. And it was just the wrong angle, angle to take. Yeah. She didn't really need to hear that you were going to be loyal to her. She needed to hear some, some fucking other feelings. So, um, so that's what happens, right? She comes back from a date and now she's conflicted because she had a great time with Justin, the shiny new toy. And Rodney 
kind of talks her off the ledge a little bit. But we're going to go into another fucking rose ceremony where the women have the rose. This is the third straight time. And the big drama is, that true? is yeah, the big the big drama is, will Eliza pick Justin or um, or Rodney? Um, Crazy. But but in between this whole Hayden, Kate, Logan thing and Rodney, Eliza um, and Justin thing, the twins show up. And I know you're very comfortable oh with, with twins, right? I mean, of all the stunt casting, bringing in adult twins dressed alike, Justin and Joey, and they're trying to claim that these guys were on a Bachelor. I've never seen these guys before. <laughs> I specifically remember them. On you do? Day. You know, that was the first night, and they both talked about all the things they do that are weird twin things. And Rachel said goodbye yeah, yeah. or both of them said goodbye. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I remember. Yeah. 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 Um, it's so weird to see adult twins in person and he goes to hand them the date card and they both like reach for it in the same way with the right <laughs> hand. Yeah. And it's just like, it's really just unsettling. And then they go on a very unsettling date where they're doing shots out of their belly of, out of twin belly buttons. If, if if you ever wanted proof that the Bachelor franchise is about trying to get people to fall in love forever, um, if you ever need proof that that's complete bullshit, yeah, watch, watch this double date with Shanae and the Australian and the two twins. There's oh. there's nothing romantic. It, it's disgusting uh, body shots and all this shit. No, hold on the the. The, that chick, I thought that chick was Australian too, but then he goes, did you hear one of the twins was on a date with no, her? No, he was talking about Europe. Yeah. I think that he just figured that she sounded uh, English. Shut up. And he starts talking to her like, I love Europe. And then he starts talking about Germany. Yeah. And like, I don't think the whole time she, that he had a clue that Australia is not in Europe. And he goes, he goes, he goes, um, I'm from Europe. He goes, <laughs> He goes, my family's from Italy. And then he's like, I've never been to Europe. I hope to go. And it's and, it's like, dude, we're all from Europe, guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But she she plays it off. I, I think maybe she was being nice in this minute. Oh, she, she played it off. And like, oh, I love Europe. I love Italy. Like she, yes. she didn't correct him or, or, or play into it. She just kind of just said, yeah, I like Europe. True. Yes. But she just kind of let him be stupid. Oh, that makes so, sense. I do th- I did did find the funny thing where like, hey, I'm Justin, he's Joey, uh, I'm the one with the silver chain, he's the one with the gold. I know, like, that's great. Dude, what what is silver chain or gold even fucking we don't even know Justin or Joey. Like yeah. what, why do we need to differentiate the two of you? Uh, we like, don't why are you telling Who cares? Us this? Yeah. Yeah. Um so they anyways, they go on a double date with Shanae, who's just all about fun anyways. And the Australian, and they do Sh- disgusting stuff. Shanae's had five different boyfriends on this show. I love her. Yeah. She she went from the girl who ate all the shrimp that everyone yep. hated on Clayton season, yep, to being the most in demand chick on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, and she got remember she got dumped by Logan for yep. Kate last yep. last last time we did the podcast yep. and Shanae was heartbroken for yep. about two minutes and now she's fucking doing body shots with twins. Yeah, she so doesn't give she's a over. fuck. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, G Genevieve and Aaron, we've already kind of talked about this, but there was this great fucking exchange where uh, and they did a pretty good job of editing here. I have, I have to give the producers yeah. credit. Like, yeah. she, G- Genevieve's issue with Aaron is that he just likes the boys too much. Like, like literally, Bachelor in Paradise is about trying to make connections with the opposite sex on a beach, and you want to spend as much time with them as possible because we've been told time is valuable. You need to be engaged in two days or or not or not together. And Genevieve's like, yeah, he just kind of likes hanging out with the guys a little too much. I wish he would want to hang out with me. Yeah, um, yeah. And 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 you know, they have her saying stuff like. You know, he thinks it's some kind of bro vacation. And then they'll, they'll do an edit to Aaron talking yeah. to Johnny. And he's yeah. like, what's up, bro? What's yeah. going on? And they talk about surfing and, yeah. and waves and fucking yeah. and all that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Brittany actually says, uh, uh, yeah, Aaron is super bro-y. Yeah. I didn't even know no that kidding. was a word. I know. Bro-y. That's a good one. It is funny because uh, in your 20s, that is like pretty 
normal yeah. behavior where yeah. you're like, I got the chick, the chick's set up. I'm going to, what yeah. she's got, I'm going to need later tonight while it's, <laughs> while it's daytime. I want to toss the football and have some margaritas with the boys, do some cannonballs. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, the, you know, the, the quick uh, summary of that is yeah. Genevieve gets really irritated, threatens to leave. And I think this is like the fifth time in this, in this, uh, season, she's threatened to leave. Yeah. And that's when they get into this whole thing. And he talks about her walking on the jungle path and he intercepts her. And all of a sudden, after he completely talks down to her and gaslights her and everything, all of a sudden he's like, this whole thing was because I'm in love with you. And she's like, yeah, I'm in love with you too. Yeah. And now they're like, they're a fucking couple in love destined to be engaged. So it was just a bunch of fucking nonsense and immature shit. Yeah, totally. Um, so anyways, meanwhile, Kate returns uh, from her date yep. with, with our guy Hayden, Kate returns Hayden who she's like take- during the date, she's like, yeah. can't stand this guy. Don't want to be around him. I can't wait for this date to be over. Not my type. Not I like nothing about him. And then she gets back from the date and she's like, actually, that's he's a, got money. Yeah. Yeah. He's got money. Actually, he ha- her yeah. takeaway is and that that speaks to her. Like she said during the date that his personality is off putting. He talks about his dog a lot. His priorities are weird. He's yep. kind of a creep. And then but the takeaway from the day was he's got cash and my guy's a fucking uh, is poor as yeah, as a bum. Yeah, he so, lives with not one, but two roommates. Yeah. And this is so unfair. Have you ever been to San Diego? <laughs> I know. Hey, this is so. You want to know? So you want to know what my rent is, lady? Like, I need some roommates over here quickly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I think she does them dirty. Like on the watchback, I think Logan will be or should be pissed. Like she poor shames the guy. She she starts telling everybody that wants to listen that you know he literally can't afford a gym membership at, at Equinox yeah. and I have a trainer and, yeah. and then, and then she's like, she's, he's got roommates and, and you know, if I was 24, I'd ride it to the wheels fall off, but I'm quote unquote yes. 33 yes. and all this bullshit. And she, she's like, you know, I've carried someone before it's exhausting and it builds a crazy amount of resentment she just totally makes this guy looks like a look like a fucking poor guy who uh is a parasite on people yeah yeah very yeah. unfair totally he's yeah. he's 26 and he's a he's a photographer or whatever like what's he's exactly where he should be in life leave this fucking guy alone <laughs> just just because you're fucking 41 and you're pretending you're 33 you're right. on the bachelor get the fuck out of here <laughs> right yeah uh michael the narrator Going into this uh, rose ceremony says, uh, for some reason, there's always drama at the cocktail party before the rose ceremony. Yeah. And I, I feel a storm brewing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and I wonder what, it's like, what, what the fuck is this? He's reading the script. So anyways, um, let's see, Kate playing with Hayden. Oh yeah. Kate pulls Hayden aside before the rose ceremony and gives, gives him a fucking brand new tennis ball for Rambo. That tennis oh, ball that costs like sixty seven cents. Yeah, yeah she gives him a tennis ball, and then it was some producer's like really wise idea to demean Hayden and have Kate look like the you know superior person. Yeah, she throws that new tennis ball that she just got for Rambo. Yeah, towards the water and says, "Fetch it to Hayden." Oh, that's so fucked. So demeaning. Yeah, it really and is. And this new ball is all fucking dirty yeah, and what sandy. You, yeah. Like what a what a shitty person. He's got he's probably got a garage full or backyard full of tennis balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so Je- Jesse comes on camera in front of everybody and says, "This is the most important rose ceremony to date." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and then he says that at this point you need to ask yourself, do I really want to leave here engaged or not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so crazy. The roses go like this, you know, uh, Genevieve picks Aaron. That's a given. Victoria is with Johnny. Brandon is with his girl. The Australian picks, uh, one of the twins. Shanae picks the other twin. Yeah. Uh, Brittany picks Tyler. All yeah. those were givens. Yeah. Danielle picks Michael, but then the drama. Well, hold on. Drama- no, cause Shanae was with Jacob. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. Shanae yeah. was kind of fucking around with Jacob, yeah. so this means the end of Jacob. She yeah. picks a twin. She yep. picks a twin. Um, so the drama is who is Kate going to pick and who is Eliza going to pick? Now, yep. Kate, after uh, thinking a long time, picks Logan, but when he goes up to, to get the rose, he's like, she's like, um, yeah, uh, I need a lot more from you. Yeah, Are that, you willing to give that? that to me? What was that? <laughs> and he was just like dumbstruck. He's like, uh, yeah. Well, because he's okay. caught because he's like, well, I want to stay on the show, but also like, yeah. fuck you, bitch. Like, what? Well, like, and like strategy wise, it's I don't know if there's going to be any rose ceremonies. And I think there is. Yeah. Strategy wise, it's not a good plan. Her part. If yeah. he gets yeah. the roses next yeah. time. Yes. Why play it this way? But, yeah. Uh, Kate's playing with fire. That's, that's a really good point. So uh, Kate gives him a rose, and that means uh, our guy Hayden's probably going back to Rambo again. Yep. Um, and then it's up to Eliza. And this is when the just ridiculous drama begins because um, Eliza chooses Rodney. Yeah, and everybody – like Rodney is a crowd, a, a cast yeah. favorite. He's a fan favorite. People love him. He right. looks a lot like Robert Smith – the running back from Ohio State in the Minnesota Vikings. Not the lead singer of The Cure. No, not him. Yeah, yeah. That's and, it, yeah. And Rodney, so Rodney gets a rose and he thinks he's in, like Flynn. He's, he yeah. thinks he's good. Yeah. And that that's this means that she's devoted to him, And but it's the opposite. Eliza admits later on, after she had, had uh, walked Justin out and yeah. they cried. Yeah that she thinks she made the wrong decision. Yeah. And she spends like the next overnight crying. She wakes up the next morning and delays the arrival to the beach with all the rest of the people because she, she's made a mistake. Yeah. And what it comes down to is this Eliza, after crying all morning, finally gets down to the, uh, you know, the, the kitchen area or whatever. Yep. And pulls Rodney. Yep. Rodney's like, what's going on here? Yeah. And she's like, I am uh, upset when I walked Justin out. I I got the feeling that I picked the wrong person. Yeah, and then she just admits something that that is that completely exposes her her maturity. She tells Rodney that she made the wrong decision and that she chose him because everybody else was such a big fan of his and she let that influence her decision to choose him. Yeah. So, so this show that is about finding your husband and finding love, she admits on camera that I let the fact that all the other cast members think the world of you to influence my, my love decision. And they, and they edited it, edited it. To really show that they showed like Victoria, Johnny, everyone going. I hope he, oh, yeah. she should pick Rodney. She should definitely pick Rodney, 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 Rodney. And then she does. And then she says, oh, I did it because everyone else likes you. Oh, man. What a yeah. gut punch. And yeah. he he doesn't know how to react. Because like, like I said, Rodney this whole time has been playing the strategy where he's he thinks that he, if he just keeps reemphasizing how much he wants this to happen. Yep. And that's all she needs. Yep. Little does he know that she's just dealing with her own fucking feelings. Yep. And she's conflicted and he took the wrong angle. So he, he has a huge gut punch. Yep. Kind of says the right things out the door. He's like, I guess you want to leave now and go find him. Yeah. And she's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. At, at that point, he left that day. But it, but before then, yeah, he goes back to the fucking bar and everybody is giving hugs and everybody's in tears. Yeah, yeah. Every, the entire cast is in tears yep. because Rodney uh, got screwed over. Yep. Yeah. Um, Rodney says goodbye. Yep. Which is a weird one. Yep. At this point, I thought the producers were going to make the decision. Well, if Rodney's gone, we'll just bring. Justin back on the beach again yeah, yeah. after for the third time. Mm-hmm. But no, um, like Eliza goes up to her room and starts crying. And then they have all the women cast members go and, and uh, console her yep. and hug her. Yep. And she's like, I'm, 
she says something along the lines of, um, I want to go find Justin, but he's already left. Something like that. And yeah. at that point, you're thinking, okay, we have phones now. We can, yeah. we can reach out to them, have a producer reach out to them. Whatever he's – wherever – he is the, just find him. The it's last been, time he left, he showed up. She showed back up yeah. four episodes later. He hasn't so left Mexico. There's a holding area. There's yes. a hotel. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So as as I stated earlier, this this fucking episode ends with the producers thinking we're fucking idiots. That this is every episode. But yeah. That Eliza yeah. needs to get on a fucking plane and go to Bolt from Mexico to Baltimore. Yep. And with, knock with, on the door yep. and have this fucking guy act like he didn't know it was coming. It would be it, it would be great if they reenacted if um they opened the door and then they yeah. reenacted the <laughs> um the fuck scene from from uh the wire where they're like fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Right, right. That would be great. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 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 So, um but- it's so stupid. It's so dope. How about when he acted surprised that she showed up at the door? Also, I'm not, you know, I'm not going full conspiracy, but the front door had one of those like digital, um, where you push in the numbers to do the code to get in. Like it was like every Airbnb has, but nobody's real house has. (laughs) No, that's exactly what it is. Right. They fucking rented a place that, but the whole thing is like, it was like out of a fucking romantic comedy from yes, the eighties no. where you had to, you had to fly because you yes. couldn't reach somebody on their landline. Yes. You had to fly yes. and knock on their door. It's, it's just it's so like, fucking it's like stupid. a Nora Ephron script. Right now. Here's, here's what I will say. Cause we don't know what happens. Like they, they just show, they just preview that she's right. there. And look, they get her looking fine. She's got like this push up, like corset top on and like tight yes. jeans and high heels, like strappy heels. She looks she good. She cleans up well. She yeah. looks real good. And it would be hard, but we're, we're, we're leaving out a very, very important detail about this love triangle. It's that, it's that Justin and Rodney are boys. They are to, Using another term, bros. And there is a there is a long held edict that all bros share, and that is bros before hoes. Yeah. He if he's a man, if he's a real man, he's gotta be like, yo, you're looking real good. But you dumped you dumped my boy, and he really liked you. You know, he was like he was there for you. He was he loved you. He was he, you told him that you wanted him to say that he was only there for you. That he was all about you, and he did that, and he meant it. And then and you dumped his ass, and that's my boy. I can't I can't abide. And yeah. we'll see if he does that. He's not going to. But we'll see I, if he does. I don't does. even know what the what the fuck they're doing in Eastern United States. This is yeah. I know. Why did they do it in Mexico? Why did they switch the setting? I, I, it's so stupid. Yep. Um, so what we learned in this uh, last this last four hours is that Kate loves the camera. Kate likes to use big words and yep. show us how how much she how articulate she is yep. seems to be trying out was for something. She's fucking with all the guys. Yep. She's trying to play chess on this whole thing. Yep. Rod- Rodney gets dumped the most emotional yep. dumping in the history of the show. Cause everyone fucking loves Rodney. Yep. I just have a feeling the show is going to do something to make it up to him. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, I will point out this something that I missed that I thought was very funny. Rodney, um, is talking to his two guys, Brandon and Andrew. Yeah. And he's talking to him. This is right before Eliza dumps him. Yep. And he's like, Hey man, from now on, it's all about Eliza, man. I mean, yeah. she gave me yeah. the rose. Yeah. Yep. Every, every second that I'm here, you yep. know, time is short. It's all about Eliza. Yep. As he's talking to two guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm talking to my two boys. Yeah. And telling them that every right. second needs to be spent on a wise. But he also told her that. 
All right, but yeah, he wasn't there with her at that moment. I get it. What's I mean, Rodney's Rodney's gonna reap his own rewards because I think he's from Detroit. He's gonna go back. I thought he was from around here. I don't think so. California, um, isn't he? Is he? I think so. I thought it like Rancho Cucamonga or something. No, wasn't it? really? Like Darren Collison? Uh, yeah, no, I think he's from around here. Well, maybe wherever. wherever. He's going to come back here to the Inland Empire, and he's going to have his pick of the litter everywhere he goes because he's a good guy. Everyone likes him, and now people have seen that IRL, and they know. And that's going to follow him wherever he goes. It doesn't have a bio on this stupid thing. No, boom. Rancho Cucamonga. Wow. Yeah. The nice pull. Wow. Yeah. Nice pull. That's deep. He should get out of there. That's Rodney far. Matthews. Yeah. Is it, I wonder if he's related to uh, former Chargers running back Ryan Matthews. From Fresno State? Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't Ain't, doubt it. Sure. Spell, both spelled with one T. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Is that it? That's it, dude. Okay. Let's leave. Yeah. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Jay Stu, thanks for bringing the heat. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Becker. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from the Lifestyle.com. See you next time. Chris Harrison, you crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing, the most traumatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl of the week. We're making a connection, we're falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toast and champagne, we got 30. Two girls who gets a hometown and who's the most hated, who had the best date and who's getting eliminated. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in.